Today, Jack, the show is all about you. You're in full control. Go. First of all, hello to Jack. Good morning, Jack. Let's talk to Jack Duffin. Let's bring in Jack Duffin. In our Westminster studio is Jack Duffin. Good morning, Cleveland. So here we go. The 2019 season has kicked off. So that means one thing and one thing only. It means my cap shows are back. I know you guys love them and hate them, sometimes in equal measure. But I'm going to give you some interesting stuff, and it's up to you. If you don't like them and you're not interested, by all means, skip through. It's going to be position by position review as we go from the quarterback probably all the way through the offense and then through the defense. So we'll work our way through. Might jump around depending on different moves or if certain things happen. Um, if there's any questions out there, hit me up on Twitter. I'll usually answer them straight on Twitter, but I'll also um, build them into the shows, especially when I'm doing position reviews. And with these reviews, I'm always going to do a three-year look ahead. So the 2019 season, the 2020 season, and the 2021 season. If there's sort of some big players, I might mention after that, but I'm going to very much look at three years, and that's generally what most teams are working on, including the Browns. John Dorsey spoke about it, that decisions made um, now are going to impact three years down the line. So the team's well aware um, is what real teams are doing. So why not us as fans? Let's look at the same things as well. So it's obvious where you start when talking about the Browns and the quarterback position. It's with Baker Mayfield. He's tied up for the next three years on his current deal, plus a fifth-year option. And then, obviously, you've got the franchise tag if you want them, but you never want to get that direction. So what happens with Baker? The most sensible direction is with what we've seen with the Eagles and the Rams is you do the first three years, you activate the fifth-year option, which you have to do before the fourth season begins. And then, at that time, you're already negotiating that deal because. You don't want to wait until after the fourth season to negotiate because the price has gone up. So the first time you can negotiate is after the third season ends, and that is exactly the time you start doing that deal. I would expect Baker Mayfield's deal to be done before training camp officially starts in 2021. I think it will be done, um, and I don't think there's really any questions about it. Um, unless he goes off and has some mad stinker this year. But based on the first three quarters of the game against um, Titans, I don't think there's any sign of that. He's not Mitchell Trubisky. So the deal's going to get done. What that money's going to be, who knows? So you never really want to be paying your quarterback more than 13% of the cap because that's really the point at the moment based on work. People like Zach Moore had his book Caponomics it's really interesting read you can sort of start to see the detriment at that amount because when you start paying a quarterback a massive amount of money it has a knock-on impact and so that's something the team will have to consider down the road um, if you're going to pay sort of Aaron Rodgers money of like the 16% that's going to hurt you and people can say the salary cap goes up I always work in percentages um, you will hear me mention odd salary cap numbers, but it's on one-year deals and certain things like that. Percentages is the best way to look because if we're talking three years in the future, 
someone getting paid 20 million now is a lot more expensive than someone getting paid 20 million in say 2022 because the whole world's moving and that salary cap continues to go up. I've done some pieces in the past on sort of where I see the cap going and I'll do some more on it once we get to the end of the position by position look. But if we just pull out some names of quarterbacks that are on big money and in my eyes, they shouldn't be getting these big deals. Joe Flacco was a perfect example. Great on a rookie deal, rubbish past it. Alex Smith shouldn't be on it. Derek Carr shouldn't be on it. Stafford shouldn't be on it. Garoppolo shouldn't be on it. Brissett shouldn't be on it. Kirk Cousins shouldn't be on it. I would say Matt Ryan shouldn't be on it. Um, Nick Foles certainly shouldn't be on it. Eli Manning, certainly not. Um, Philip Rivers, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton. They're all quarterbacks that should not be on the money they're on. Um, and that's going to be unpopular with some people. But would the Ravens, for example, have been in a better position if they moved on from Flacco after his rookie deal? Yeah, they would be. Um, I, I would include Goff um, and potentially Wentz. I think with his injury risk, I would thought both of those teams would have been better moving on. So I think that's at that high bar. I want a quarterback that's sort of in that top five, top eight range. A quarterback that I can feel comfortable. This is the guy that's going to drive me to a Super Bowl, a Brady, a Rogers, a Roethlisberger, a Wilson. And some of those guys haven't done it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're perfect. A Breeze in there as well. These are the guys that I feel that if we're a below average team, they're going to get us over the top and get us to the playoffs. So I only think there's a few of them. Unfortunately, too many more get paid. So the aim is going to be to keep Baker's contract under 10% a year. And that might mean sacrificing his fourth year and his fifth year option and raising those numbers so that you bring the other numbers down because I'd much rather have sort of seven years of Baker on a competitive salary than you have four really cheap years and then you have four really, really expensive years. So let's balance it off, put in some escalators and um, get the nice deal done. What that deal is going to be numbers-wise is irrelevant discussing now. Patrick Mahomes is going to set the market again, and then we will work on what the Patrick Mahomes deal is. Um, and there's a good chance he's asking for a deal that breaks that. So um, we sit back, we enjoy the time we've got, and we've got two more years of really, really cheap Baker potentially before it goes up. So let's enjoy it and uh, see where it goes. But this season, we're in a phenomenal position. Baker's on 3.9% of the NFL salary cap, which is crazy cheap. Um, so that is giving us all this extra money that we can spend in other positions, which will mean in the future we have to save a lot of cap. But um, in terms of quarterback position, there's not really a team financially cap-wise that's in a better position than the Cleveland Browns right now. So the backup is Mr. Drew Stanton. In his second year with the Browns um, on this deal, he's got 2% cap hit um, at 3.8 million. Um, he's done after this year. Um, he's been a solid servant. He's done a job, but um, his time is done. And um, thank you very much, Drew. You've been a top chap, but um, it's time to move on. And he fills what I consider the second important role in a quarterback room. So I'm very much fully behind the three QB strategy. I'd always carry three QBs. You've got to have several people inactive on game day. So one of them may as well be your third QB. So you start with the starter, which is obviously Baker. 
And the second role in that room is your backup. It's got to be an experienced veteran. For me, a quarterback that comes in, if, you're, if you've got three games out with the starter injured, you're guaranteeing that quarterback's going to win you one, hopefully get you two. You're never going to get sort of three for three out of a backup unless you're really lucky. But you want to be in games and still competing. And I, I think Drew Stanton can do that. Um, he's not got a bad record as a starter. He's not going to carry you to a Super Bowl. Nick Foles was a fluke. And anyone that is chasing backup quarterback is just wasting money. There is no good backup quarterbacks in the NFL. There's not enough good starters. So if you can't get a starter, you may as well get someone really, really, really cheap because then you're going to have a benefit if the starter goes down. And that brings me on to Garrett Gilbert. I think Gilbert is in a fantastic position moving forward. He's got a two-year contract with the Cleveland Browns. So he's been with quite a few teams. He's had um, Rams, Rams, Patriots, Lions, Patriots, Raiders, Raiders, Panthers, 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 Browns. So that's all on over the cap. Um, different deals and things he's had. He's bounced between practice squads, other stuff. So um, he's done some bits and pieces. And there's some cap hits against him. But we're in a position where he's total one season so far. Um, so one season in the books. He's then got two more with the Browns. And then after that, We'll have him as a restricted free agent so we can put some more onto his deal. So I think he's around for the next three years. Hopefully he makes the step up and they feel confident that he can be the backup quarterback next year. Um, and by the backup, I mean someone that they're not going out there going, we need to get a, a Daniels, we need to get a Blaine Gabbert, we need to get someone like that who's going to fill in. Just if he does a job, and I think he can do a job, and especially with the way the O-line's performing recently, you're going to need to potentially be prepared for someone to come in and play some snaps in the game. Baker might need to get rushed to a medical tent, and he'll come back. Baker's a fighter. But you might need someone to go and take a series. And I think Gary Gilbert can certainly be that guy. So you've got three more years of control. Wow. I just need to check his age. But according to Over the Cap, he's 28 at the moment. So... He's not a young guy. He's um, someone that can do a job. Yeah, he's 28 years old. So Garrett Gilbert, the young quarterback with some promise, isn't that young. Um, has some promise, don't get me wrong. So for me, confidently, he is the backup um, next year. So for the next three years, that's the backup locked in. And then it's just going out there and finding um, that third quarterback. They can just be someone that impresses in camp. You keep them on the roster because if Baker goes down or Gilbert goes down, you don't want to be relying on the quarterback that you really liked got nicked last week off your practice squad. So have some control over that third QB and keep them on the team. So who that QB is, who knows moving forward. It might be a UDFA. It might be a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick that um, someone Dorsey takes fancy to. So it, keep an eye on it for next season. I think we'll add someone. Gilbert moves up to sort of the season veteran. And then you go and get that third promising youngster. And that's your three in the room. Your starter, Baker Mayfield. Your backup this year is Drew Stanton, which will be Garrett Gilbert, I believe, next year. And then your more promising younger player 
which is Garrett Gilbert. And even at 28, it's not old for a QB. Obviously, you question how much of a ceiling is there. But he can come in, do a job, and then you get someone else, by all means, a UDFA, a, a drafted player. So that's sort of the composition of the room. It's a really promising room over the next three years. I have no concerns over it at all. Um, if Baker goes down, then to quote the old Colts um, head coach, I don't know who it was at the time that said it, but in response to why don't they practice with a backup quarterback if Peyton Manning goes down, to which he said, if number 12 goes down, we're fucked and we don't practice fucked. It is the perfect case. If your quarterback goes down, it's all over. People will say Nick Foles, what about the Eagles? It's nonsense. Carson Wentz got them there. Um, it's some luck and small sample. Foles, if any Browns fans watched the preseason game last year, was awful. Um, he's not a great quarterback. Um, I wish him all the best, but I would be deeply unhappy and to think there was Browns fans willing to trade a first for him. Um, it just shows the crazy, crazy world we're in. But um, no, uh, wrap up the quarterback room. Any questions, fire them over. We're in a really, really envious position. Um, it's a good position to be in. So just looking at this season, quarterback spending. There's quite a few teams actually spending less than us um, in the most recent table. Some that will need updating. There's some deals in here that are going to get done and finalised and jump above us. But um, at the moment, um, I don't know when this was last updated. But you're looking at Rams, who's obviously, Goff's just got a new deal. Chiefs in there. Jets. Got the Cardinals, Texans, the Broncos, Dolphins, the Bills, the Ravens, and Cowboys. So we're on that cheap end in that group at the bottom, and that's a great place to be. So um, no, I'm, I'm really happy, promising position, and there's a lot tougher decisions we need to look at moving into the other rooms and players who we're going to have to decide whether you keep them or not. But it's not an issue with the uh, quarterback room. We're going to be able to keep Gilbert. We've got him tied in for another three years. We've got Baker tied in for, if we wanted to push it, you've got him for another six years of sort of three years of his contract, a fifth year option, and then two years of a franchise tag. But that deal was getting done. Any, anyone who says you don't need to sort of worry about his contract for a while is it's just lying to you. His deal is going to get done straight after his third season and he is going to get paid. He's going to get slightly more than what Patrick Mahomes get. Even if Patrick Mahomes, by that time, is a slightly better quarterback, his deal coming after means he's just going to get more money. That's how the game works. Um, so, no, he's going to get paid, and it's going to be a lot of money. Um, just cross your fingers, guys. Hope that Patrick Mahomes doesn't get too much, because the bigger that number goes for Baker as a percentage, don't really care about the monetary value, that is going to hurt the team. Once it crosses... And if we're now looking at sort of Rogers' money potentially of that 16% range, that's going to be a negative on the team. And that's life, and that's fine. You can afford to overpay in positions as long as the player delivers value. The trouble is, if you need your quarterback to play to an MVP level every year to justify their contract, that's a very, very, very high standard. There's not many quarterbacks that play at MVP level every single season. 
So that wraps it up. Any questions, fire them in. I'm always here answering. Always on Twitter, it's at Jack Duffin. Um, thank you very much. Have a good evening.